on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters and I'm going to walk you through the nine games for today, February 15th, 2022. As usual, before we get started, if you could give the show a thumbs up, a good rating, a review, wherever you are listening and or watching. And of course, if you are on YouTube, please leave a comment with your favorite bet of the night. We got nine games to go through today, so we will get right to it. The first game of the night is in Buffalo. Buffalo Sabres coming off a big win over Montreal. They got the New York Islanders coming into town. The Islanders are minus 180 on the money line here as I record this the day before. That line is from DraftKings Sportsbook, which is what I will use to reference all these games. The Islanders got whipped pretty good by both Alberta teams on their most recent road trip, continuing their disturbing trend of beating bad teams and then losing to all the good ones. If we follow that logic, they should beat the Sabres here. The Sabres are definitely not a good team, but they have shown a little bit of fight lately. They've been winning games, they've been scoring goals. So you can't completely write off the Buffalo Sabres right now, despite their poor record and their poor potential. Islanders, really, they got some issues with COVID. Ilya Sorokin playing in net. He's been playing all the games. As Semyon Varlamov was supposed to get the start against Calgary. He didn't end up getting the go because he tested positive for COVID. They pulled him after warmups. Buffalo's top line is going to give Sorokin fits. They've been playing really well. Like I said, Buffalo has been scoring goals lately. It has been coming pretty much all from Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Alex Tuck. Jeff Skinner actually coming off a four-goal game, but against the Montreal Canadiens, four goals. Pro probably should have had six. Montreal gives up a ton of shots and a ton of goals, so anybody at any time seems to be scoring against them. The Islanders, like I said... They're pushing for a playoff spot, but they can't seem to beat any of the truly good teams, so they're not going to be able to make that magical 10 or 12 game winning streak happen that they need if they want to get in the playoff mix. This is almost a must-win game at this point in the season for the Islanders. I do think they win, but I do think ultimately they're not going to have enough for a playoff push. Minus 180 is too much for me to bet on the Islanders. And Buffalo, while a pretty decent scrappy underdog team, they're the kind of team you bet when they're plus 230. I'm not betting on the Buffalo Sabres at plus 155. Next game of the night is in Pittsburgh. We got the bad, bad Philadelphia Flyers playing against the impressive Pittsburgh Penguins. Philadelphia is awful and Pittsburgh is a really, really good team. It's as simple as that in this game. Pittsburgh took over the top spot in the Metropolitan Division with their win over New Jersey on Sunday. They're not going to want to let that go. They know how important that is going to be in the playoffs. Brian Rust, Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel had another strong game against New Jersey, generating a ton of shots, getting a couple goals, including an empty netter at the win, an empty netter to seal the win at the end of that game. Pittsburgh's just not going away. They got Evgeny Malkin back. He was all to start the season. Then he came back for a few games. He played really well, missed the last couple games with COVID. He is now back in the lineup. So in addition to that really strong first line, we got Jeff Carter, anchoring the third line, and we got Evgeny Malkin back on the second line. So a really deep team in Pittsburgh. Philadelphia lost both of their recent two games, both to the Detroit Red Wings, who are a decent but not great hockey team. So it's just not looking good for Philadelphia. I kind of think they're about to embark on another long losing streak. They've had a couple double-digit losing streaks already this season. And at this point, I don't even know if they're going to win another game before Captain Claude Giroux gets traded. He is clearly on the market right now. They're looking to sell him to a contending team. I think there's a very, very real chance the Philadelphia Flyers do not win another game with Claude Drew as their captain. 
Pittsburgh has the experience to know that these games can't slide by. They need to bank up the points. They need to stay ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes in the division. They want that home ice in the playoffs. Pittsburgh's going to take care of business in this game. Easy win. But at minus 295, it appears as though the books are kind of of the same opinion there. Next game of the night. This is an extremely bettable game, in my opinion. A very good line right now. St. Louis Blues minus 185 at Ottawa. Ottawa Senators plus 155 on the money line. St. Louis is too good for a minus 185 line against Ottawa. They do seem to mix a few games where they look really horrible and then they look great at times. Oddly enough, it seems to be dependent on who is in net when former starter Jordan Biddington gets the cage. They look horrible. He gives up a ton of goals. The team loses confidence. But right now, backup Billy Huso is seeming to take over that starting role. He's playing really strong. St. Louis seems to play better with him in net, so I assume that Huso will get his second straight start here, in which case I think St. Louis gets the win, and even at minus 185 is worth a bet. You can bet them to win on the money line there, or you can do what I will probably do, again, waiting to get confirmation that Billy Huso is the starter in this game, but I will probably bet on the St. Louis Blues to win in regulation. Ottawa has shown the ability to keep up with most teams, but overall they just don't have the depth, especially right now. Their back end isn't very strong. Two-thirds of their usual top line is missing, and they just can't shut down a strong four-line team like the St. Louis Blues. The Blues just switched up their forward lines last game, led to a 5-1 to one win. What they did was they split up Jordan Cairo and Vladimir Tarasenko, two really strong players that have decent chemistry, but they've just kind of seemed like they were fighting for the puck. They're both volume shooters. They both like to be the triggermen on their line, so they moved Cairo up with Ryan O'Reilly and Braden Shen, so he's taken a ton of shots on that line. Vladimir Tarasenko was playing with Pavel Buchnevich and Robert Thomas on the second line. They actually played together a couple months ago and had really good chemistry as well. So I like Kairu and I like Tarasenko both to go over their shot props in this game as well. Just because split up, they don't have to share the shot load. Tarasenko sometimes will get his line at 3.5 of plus money. 2.5, probably looking at a minus 150 or minus 160 line, but I would be happy to take that as well. St. Louis is just going to be too much to handle for the Ottawa Senators, so I'm happy to bet them on the money line or in regulation in this hockey game. Next game on the night, another early start. We got the Boston Bruins plus 120 in New York, minus 140, the Rangers favored at home. New York playing their first game since the All-Star break. Boston has played a bunch, but it's been kind of detrimental for them as they've lost Patrice Bergeron to injury. He's already confirmed out for this game, though. He should be back soon, and Brad Marchand has been suspended. He's out for a few more games still. Those guys being gone, it led to them getting hammered by the Carolina Hurricanes in a big 6-0 loss, but they did bounce back with a nice shutout win over the Senators. Now they play the Rangers, who have showed some pretty, pretty concerning signs defensively to me, but they got Igor Sesterkin in net. It doesn't seem to matter. They give up a ton of shots, and he just seems to shut the door no matter who the opponent is. Their forward lines are playing really well. Chris Kreider obviously having a monster season leading the league in goals right now. He's going to be making a push for 50 goals, so they're going to be feeding him the puck. I like what they've done with their lines right now. Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad are playing with Alexis Lafreniere. That's a great fit for them. Second line we got back, they're going back to Ryan Strom with Artemi Panarin. Usually Capo Caco is the winger there. He is out, so Barkley Goodrow jumps up there. He's not as good as Capo Caco offensively, but he kind of brings the same big physical game that Capo does, so he fits really well on that second line. Their offense isn't the concern, it's just the defensive play. I do think Boston will pile a ton of shots on net. Looking at David Pasternak, Taylor Hall, Craig Smith to fire a ton of shots. Pasternak and Smith in particular have hit the over the last couple games. 
without Marchand, without Bergeron, they're getting all the looks on the power play. So those are my shot prop overs that I'm looking for here. Normally I would love Boston plus 120 against the Rangers, but with the huge goaltending advantage for New York, I think the minus 140 number is completely fair. So I'm simply staying away from betting on this game aside from those shot props. Next game is one of my favorite to bet on the night. We've got the Tampa Bay Lightning in New Jersey. Lightning right now minus 255 on the money line to beat the Devils. I'm not betting minus 255, but I am going to place a bet on the Lightning to win in regulation as long as those odds when they come out are decent. They did beat the Coyotes a couple nights ago after narrowly losing to the Stanley Cup favorite Colorado Avalanche. They've had a couple days rest and now they're playing against a pretty weak New Jersey Devils team. The Devils just don't have the players to keep up with the high-end talent of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And more importantly, they don't have the goaltending. I hate minus 255 money lines, hence the regulation bet, but I do think it's pretty safe here. Nikita Kutras has been firing a ton lately. Braden Point's been taking a ton of shots. Their line with Andre Pilat has amazing chemistry. One of my top DraftKings targets on the night there as well with the weak goaltending in New Jersey. Next game on the night is in Nashville. This one I'm not betting on just because the two teams in this game I have really struggled to get a handle on all season long. We got the Washington Capitals plus 120 visiting the Predators. They're minus 140 on the money line. If I was forced to choose, I would take the Nashville Predators. They are at home, they have the goaltending advantage, but I just don't know what we're gonna get from them. I did say coming into the second half that I do think they're gonna falter a bit and potentially fall out of the playoff spot that they're currently in. So far, that's been the case. They've lost a couple games in a row here. And Washington, who's played a couple pretty bad teams overall and haven't had great results, they're not giving me a lot of confidence as well. So two teams I'm not confident in. I don't like the goaltending in Washington. I don't like minus 140 on Nashville the way that they're playing right now. So this is just an easy game for me to avoid. Kind of see how it plays out. Watch, try to get a handle on both teams going into the stretch run here. I am looking forward to watching Philip Forsberg play. He's been shooting a ton with Washington's goaltending. I think he has a great chance to get a couple goals here. Next, we have a rematch <coughs> of a Sunday afternoon game. Colorado dominated the Dallas Stars. Big 4-0 win. Now they go back to Denver. Colorado minus 240 on the money line. Dallas Stars are plus 190. There was just no point in that game where I really thought Dallas was going to score or even generate a quality scoring chance. Colorado, obviously known for their great offense. Amazing top line. Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Mikko Rantanen. These guys produce a ton of offense. Nazem Kadri on the second line. Kale McCarr on the blue line. But what really stood out to me in this game was that Dallas just couldn't get anything going. 23 shots on net. None of them rather dangerous. It just never appeared as though they had a chance in this game. Now they go to Colorado. In Colorado's barn where they haven't lost a game, aside from a shootout loss to the Coyotes, they haven't lost in a couple months at home. I don't think Dallas is going to be the team to beat them, especially after what I saw last game. First line on Colorado is definitely a big DraftKings target for me with Landis Scott, McKinnon, and Rantanen. Other than that, minus 240 line, I'm not overly interested in betting on it, but I do think Colorado takes care of business. Next game of the night is in Calgary. The Columbus Blue Jackets plus 205 right now. Calgary minus 255 as a home favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook. This line, honestly, probably should be closer to minus 400 for the Flames, and I wouldn't be surprised if it gets close to that by puck drop. Calgary has won six in a row, mostly in dominant fashion, and absolutely steamrolled Columbus in their last matchup. 
putting up 62 shots on net and just having a dominant six to nothing win. In fairness to Columbus, they have won three games in a row. They're getting hotter. Patrick Laine is scoring a ton. He's a streaky player who always seems to keep that going for a couple weeks. So I do have a little bit of concern there. But the main or the main storyline for this game is going to be Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli, he, they just acquired him from Montreal. The one thing I've said about Calgary all season long, if you've been watching these shows, the biggest weakness they have, especially up front, is just a lack of secondary scoring. Really strong, dominant first line with Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm, and Matthew Kachuk. After that, they dominate play. They generate a ton of shots, but they don't have a lot of scoring punch. Tyler Toffoli certainly adds that. He should excel whether he plays a Sean Monaghan, Michael Backlund. I'm not really sure where he's going to slot in on the lineup. Regardless, he's going to provide some secondary scoring, which is something this team desperately needs. Easy win for Calgary here, and I'll find a way to make some money on it, likely with a bet to win in regulation. Last game of the night is in Los Angeles. Edmonton Oilers as a slight underdog, plus 120. LA minus 140 at home. I am recording this before Edmonton's game the night before in San Jose, and I think the outcome of that could affect this line depending on how Edmonton looks, but I'm almost assuredly finding a way to bet on Los Angeles, regardless of what the line looks like. This is their first game back since the All-Star break. I expect them to get back to their dominant possession game that they play, particularly at home. Connor McDavid coming into town is always scary, but we got Philip Deneau and Andre Kopitar anchoring the LA Kings' first two lines, two of the best defensive centers in hockey. I do think either of them are capable of slowing down Dreisaitl or McDavid. And when you play against those guys, you get a ton of chances the other way. So looking for a lot of shots out of the Philip Deneau line, particularly Victor Arvidsson. So his shot prop is one of my favorite bets on the night. I'm hoping to see plus money on over three and a half shots, but we'll see what we get when those lines come out. Arvidsson shot prop, Kings to win, two ways to make money on this game. So to recap the night, betting on the Blues, the Lightning, the Flames and the Kings for sure may add some more throughout the day. I will probably bet on the heavier favorites to win in regulation to get some better odds. Let's have a successful night and I will be back again tomorrow to go over the smaller four games late. Mm -hmm.